0: All right, guys, Um, let me talk about something right quick. I was watching this. uh, It was a a special about uh, whites in America. To be honest, I call a little of it. It was on, I think it was like a blurb from the BBC or something, but I have a take on what I see about what are the real factors behind Uh, that leads to our uh, main issue in this country. Let me talk about it. This is DJ Wolf Live. All right, guys. Um, First things first, and I do want to address this, I really should, should use Anchor to talk about this. Actually, you know what? Now nah, I, I do it later. I do a um, later podcast. You, you guys also know that I am on uh, a new uh, podcast app called Anchor. It's a brilliant pro- podcast app. I don't know why I'm talking about Spreaker, but Spreaker is good. Both both of them are very good. I use both of them. I'm also on YouTube, and uh, recently uh, I'm on. I've added myself to. Uh, the itunes podcast i got some other stuff coming up on on that real soon and spotify so you can catch me on them and iHeartRadio. so all right guys uh i want to talk about this right quick i was watching a uh, a youtube video and it got me thinking about something that i probably should have talked about before if i hadn't already one of our issues uh and i can talk to you from kind of personal experience One of our issues that really is the number one reason why we are in the shape that we're in today as black communities and why so many of our communities have fallen down. Economics. Let me explain to you about that right quick. Um, I remember as a kid growing up in the 1970s. All right. um, Some of my friends had both two parents. The fuck? It's, it's so I hope it don't damage my tire. Some of my friends come from two parent party households, and there were some that didn't. Some were raised by single mothers, some were raised by their grandmothers. Some were raised by their grandfathers, some were raised by their uncles. You know. Matter of fact, I had some cousins of mine who who stayed uh in the East Cleveland suburb were raised by my grandmother. Uh, That's a long story. I won't go into details about that. All right. Now. um, What I'm saying is. There were jobs abound. You know. uh, A lot of factories. uh, Were here. In the U.S. that manufactured parts in the U.S. That did get imported. uh, Outside uh, of the U.S. To other countries. Um, many of the factories that existed 40, 50, and even some cases almost 60 years ago, a lot of our uh, uh, African Americans uh, were able to get those type of jobs and work in those factories and car manufacturing plants and stuff like that. I knew I had aunts and uncles who worked in several of the big name auto plants uh, GM and Ford, Chrysler. A friend of mine's dad worked at, I think he worked at, uh, I think he worked in Yeah, he did work in Anyway, Anyway, um, when that crisis boom came, man, and I mean, it came hard in the late 70s, man. And they started reducing the car sizes and all that, you know. That's when you you felt the boom, man. And you could see it. And it was just a rapid decline for 20-some-odd years. And just, you know, our, our country and our, well, our neighborhoods took a hit on all that stuff. You know. But it was like a domino effect. And I could see it in Cleveland because we had some big name companies there. Uh we had the Fisher Body Plant that was right down the street from where my dad lived at. Uh and there was uh, Eaton that wasn't too far from there either. They were big name companies. They were nationally known companies. Well the the, the Fisher Body Plant, I know it's famous. Um, very well known. At least the one in Cleveland was. And, uh, the Eaton Company was worldwide. It was up, uh, but, the, but their main headquarters was on 140, uh, uh near St. Clair, clearly. This I know for a fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, several big companies over there, man. Uh, and a lot of big companies, especially on my side of town, because, uh, the, a lot of the dust industry, uh, uh, plants were, uh, not far from where I grew up. You know, they were, like, closer to the lake and, uh, Conrail was a big deal over there my uncle worked for Conrail for years those places were on the lake because it was near where the, uh, the materials was and it was easy to access them from the ports a lot of the companies were right not far from the lake uh, then you had the trains that ran across there along that line so but when uh, they started importing companies overseas for cheaper labor and they busted the unions that's where things went south I saw it I witnessed it as a child and as a teenager and when I saw it I was like oh man I better have a change of plans man because I can see right now you know there may not be a job for me to work by the time I get, get up there you know That's one of the reasons I left the city. You know. And. A lot of. uh, Homes were left destitute. After that. But part of the problem. On the economic side was. A lot of these. uh, People. uh, Families. Who had. uh, You know. At least the head of households. Mothers and fathers. Who had these jobs back then. Didn't prepare. For anything else, many of them didn't. I'm being serious. They were buying big cars, you know. One saving money. One saving money for many of the kids. Kids had to go out there and get these loans. Kids got screwed over on that issue, you know. And in turn, they couldn't go to college. They had to try to find me and your jobs like myself I was working a uh, million jobs at the time before I went in the military you know and it kind of hurt us man kind of hurt communities because generations of families weren't able to build on what their parents did and their parents in turn didn't build on what they should have did to allow their kids to be able to have some kind of future because they were too busy spending on buying everything up buying on big cars and stuff and all the kind of stuff. It was just like, and I thought about that and I say, like, man, maybe that's part of the reason, you know. But the tables were turned on us, um, on our generations when they decided to move these daggone jobs overseas. You know, the big companies decided, well, no, you're not going to have it your way. We're going to take y'all up. We're going to put y'all back where y'all was at before, destitute. And that's what they did. <clears throat> you know economics do play a role in why we're in the shape that we're in plays a big role in it you know among some other things single black women <clears throat> having multiple children I'll a lot <clears throat> provide no real future for the children yeah that plays an b- even bigger role I don't care what anybody says but it does it clearly does whether you want to recognize it or not. You know. Just wanted to say that, man. <clears throat> give you a little something that you're on. But also give you a dose of reality of, of uh, why uh, uh, we're in the situations that we are. And I know some people are, oh, you got any plans? No, do you have any plans? Don't ask me about that. I had a guy do that years ago on uh, Facebook. We went into it by twenty, by by a good, by almost out. On my birthday, I never forget that. I was like man, he was talking really stupid stuff, but he couldn't come up. You know, ask me do I game plan? No, do you got any plan? How about you look in the mirror and do what you need to do as a man, you know, for yourself. You know, I don't have to speak for you. Speak for yourself. You know what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? You know. Individually, you do have to, It's, it's like somebody said, uh, but part of that uh, issue with the economics thing in terms of jobs is public policy. As far as I'm concerned, it is public policy. You know, you know, there's something going on in your neighbor uh, in, in these communities. Uh, the people who represent those communities and, and aren't doing anything about it. That's why I said politicians. I don't. I, politicians to me are a joke. They are. I don't trust any of. them I don't trust none of them. The Republicans, Democrats, Independents—they're all the same to me. I said it before, and I say it again. It's true. They're all the same. They can't be trusted. You know, at least not for me. I can't trust them enough to vote for them. I can't put my eggs in the, all my eggs in a basket for, for people who don't represent my interests, and I refuse to do so. And I continue to do so. So, until that happens, not voting. Until you guys start representing our neighborhood, our communities, the way you're supposed to. And fight for it the way you're supposed to. Like politicians, real politicians, are supposed to. At least the ones who call themselves being honest. All right? That's about all I got right here. This is DJ Wolf.